Right. Um, hello and a very warm welcome to the Oxpole podcast, a podcast where me and my beloved co-hosts sit down and talk about politics for an hour. Not sure why anyone would watch that, but alas, my name is Archie. Um, I like a bit of politics, something that I do enjoy, and I'll let my co-hosts introduce themselves. Okay, I'll go first, I suppose. Uh, my name is Bryn, and uh, I guess you could call me a centrist. Uh-huh, yes. My name is George, and I guess you'd call me relatively far right. Probably not. Good stuff. I would say stuff. I would... Not far right in the terms that internet would perceive it. A conservative, I would say. Yeah. Yes, on the further... On, yes. on the right side yeah. of life. Yes, exactly. On the right side. Yeah. Yeah. Off to a good start here, Off folks. Off to a good start. So, um, pretty much, uh, we just, we're just going to talk about politics for a while, and that's what most of the episodes are going to be like. But we can talk about other things like philosophy and culture and whatever we feel like talking about it because you can't control us. Exactly. So, yeah, stick around. Hopefully, yeah. you'll maybe learn something new. Yeah, you, we're, we're, meant, we're meant to have four people on, but... Unfortunately, one of our co-hosts couldn't join us tonight, but that's all right. They will be here in the future. We're, we're not alluding to who they are. They'll introduce themselves. Indeed, indeed. Indeed. This podcast is shrouded in mystery. Yes, mm. yes. <laughs> Could be anything. Shall we get on with it? Yes, yes, we shall. Bryn, you introduced the first topic. We've got a list of topics Ooh. that we're talking about. A very, very, very Ooh. long and intellectual list. Indeed, indeed. This should be good. So... As we all know, coronavirus is a thing. I don't think anyone is unaware of that at this point in. Yeah, I was, I was, I was sitting there and I was like, yeah, it is a thing that is happening at the moment. News flash. Yeah, I must say. So we're going to really discuss the future of coronavirus, mainly for this country, but also for the whole world and what what impacts it's going to have and how it's going to change our lives and everything like that. And I know just discuss it, I suppose. For our zero international listeners, um, if you haven't told, we are from the UK, more specifically oh, yeah. Oxford, and that's where the beautiful name Oxpole Podcast comes from. Although Oxpole sounds like a medication you would give to your kids, it's the best one I could think of. Yeah, it sounds like something that, like one of those intelligence agencies. <laughs> <laughs> Oxpop, what like they they like um like Mensa. Yeah, that yeah, that sort of a. Uh, or maybe different... maybe like a uh, like a think tank. Yeah, that yeah, that sounds rather interesting. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyhow, uh, coronavirus. Of course. What do you guys reckon will happen? I mean, it's. I mean, no one can make an accurate prediction. I mean, no. in back in February. We were sitting there. I bet you were sitting there in class making jokes about it. Never going to hit oh, us. Yeah. Just like a bowler. Oh, yeah. It will fizz out. And now look at yeah. us. Been indoors for five months. What's going on? We have we have no school, no work for most... Well, people have been at work, but not properly at work. Furloughed. Exactly. Nothing normal has really been happening. And something like this is unlikely to happen to us any other time in our lives. You know, this is a, really a... Although the virus won't end... A global pandemic is not something that will be an interesting story to pass on to 
future generations. If there are future generations. If there are, yeah. Yes. We will talk about the future now. Um, so. You go first, George. What are you thinking? What do you reckon is yeah. going to happen? First in the near months and then in the later months. What are we thinking? Near months, I reckon we'll have another peak, maybe. Whereabouts? Because scientists were talking about the winter wave or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, October, November sort of a time period. Yeah. And then we'll probably find a uh, vaccine at some point this year, maybe later, maybe December time. Yeah, a vaccine then... is an interesting conversation, actually. It is, yeah. yeah. There's been news spiralling about the vaccine. At the... Oh, yeah. Five. Yeah. Targeting but, but yeah. Do you think it will be? Because I think it will be something that we would have to get used to for the rest of our lives. I agree. I think it will be, we'll... be here for a very long time. It's like the flu. It's like yeah, it will just be a the thing. Yeah, pandemic is or epidemic. It's just going to be something we have to. Yeah, like getting marks. getting used to a new normal. Exactly. Exactly. And what do you think is going to happen in the recent months, Bryn? Well. In our country, I think over the summer it will. They'll continue to um, ease certain restrictions. We'll continue to just really go about our lives like nothing's really happening. But like George said, by the winter months, I reckon there will be some sort of a peak, some sort of, and I think that's going to be the case for a lot of the European countries because the winter's just a lot harsher period. So yeah, it's, just... it's is it like um, that doesn't the virus travel better in the yeah, winter, uh, or is that it's yeah. like you have a flu it's like this is what i think for the future it's like you have a flu season yeah i think there'll be a coronavirus season in the winter and that's the sort of oh. new normal it's really. it pretty deadly though isn't it you think it, it is yeah. it's it is, not it good is scary like it i was scary. just i was just going through youtube and i realized one of my one of those youtubers i like hadn't posted in a while and i went on one of his videos and he had coronavirus and he was like did a video about how awful it was and he almost died oh. and stuff and it's like yeah that's, that's crazy like, like people say oh it's just a cold but it's not like the... people are dying like lots of people are dying. Oh, are dying on another note did you see russia are trying to steal covid19 yes, vaccine yeah. data yeah. <laughs> yeah what is that even about is it... i know i read it on the bbc yeah i had but... it briefly I yeah oh, i'm on yahoo news <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this episode brought to you by Yahoo News. Other news sites are available. <laughs> Yahoo News, the primary source for Yahoo-related topics. Yes, the group who uh, made the attack are known as Cozy Bear. Oh, all these hackers come up with such stupid names, like WannaCry. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Just call yourself, like, Epic Hackers. Speaking of vaccinations, Oxford is leading the way yes. in the world, apparently, for the coronavirus. Big up, vaccine. OX. Indeed, OX, Oxpols. Uh, it's it's like, proudly... is it Oxford University affiliated? It is. I mean, I'm guessing yeah. so, yeah. Top, top lads over there. They are, they are doing, great Doing people. the world proud. They are, they are. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they've got, they've got, their, they've got their bonnet screwed on correctly, or whatever their <laughs> phrase is, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I think I'm a bit worried about all this, like, uh, restriction, um, uh, forgot the word, loosening. Easing. Easing, correct, yes. I'm a bit worried about all this easing. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it was, I, it was too soon to open gyms and pools and stuff. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. They wanted to 
we wanted to copy the other European countries like France or Spain. These cases were far more considerably than us because they were two weeks ahead. Mm-hmm. So, and we wanted to match that because we're also a top European country in our economics and our yeah. and what, what have you. But it was just too early for us. If you look at our deaths, there's still 80-odd recorded deaths a day. Mm. Yeah, so no. I, yeah. I think I this is just my theory, but I think a lot of the business owners, big business owners, and obviously, sorry about this, George, but the Tories only really represent the business owners of the country, right? Mm. <laughs> but right, they, they they represent the 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 middle, the middle to ruling class, right? And right, um, I think they realised, okay, literally everyone's shutting down. So what they're going to do is they're going to... I think they recognise that there's going to be a second peak. And I think what they're going to do is they're going to get everyone out, get everyone, like, money flowing back into the economy just to give it another extra, like, bump yeah. before we, like, shut down again. They're, like, trying yeah. to delay time until we get a vaccine, which is... Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is, which is and... an incredible move. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to gonna, gonna have to censor that in post, but still. Yeah. George, what do you have to say? Could you... I think you're opinions vary to ours slightly possibly more well, than slightly I, I think a bump to the economy will end up being a good thing in the future but i think but I, it, it bump to economy at the at the risk of thousands dying is yeah i just me? think it's not worth it but i also think that considering how close we are to finding a vaccine but are we? i thought we were still like vac- even mean, if we find a vaccine soon it will still take months to get it into production I saw yeah. something on the news that said September because they had found something that um... they uh, they find a lot of um, stuff tests they yeah. do um, like uh, tests on human cells but you know when they can advance it to tests on actual humans get it out there when that be I don't know I reckon more so maybe Christmas times looking good or like that's looking that's that's a good time to get it out yeah see that Christmas, yeah, Christmas miracle. <laughs> yeah, the vaccination at Christmas. Yeah, no, that that would be nice, but but I don't see that happening. I see it later than yeah. I necessarily that it's been dealt with well. However, I do see that firstly, it's the first time we've dealt with this in a hundred or so years. Yeah. Yeah, Secondly, I don't feel as though anyone else could have done any better necessarily. So, I think. Unless we'd gone into lockdown very early. Well, better which... than us, or do you mean like better than... Better than... Like, I mean, like, parties in the UK. Like, had we had Corbyn, I don't know. Oh, right. He'd have done any better of a job. Yeah, yeah I but I feel, like, I feel like that's just Corbyn. I feel, yeah. like Labour, yeah, yeah. Labour, I feel like Labour as a party would have done better. But maybe I feel like if we had Keir Starmer, who's... Yeah, I feel like Keir Starmer would have done a cracking job. Fine, <laughs> fine bloke. Yeah. I feel like if we'd had Corbyn, we'd have had even worse economic damage than we already do. Like, like just... In terms of economics, we're kind of doing all right compared to other countries because of the furlough scheme and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was speaking to a certain person last night and we were discussing how since this is a worldwide problem, essentially, and everywhere in the world is having to deal with the consequences, it should just be wiped from the records, essentially. Well, like debt you go back... from borrowing. Yeah, GDP-wise, you just go back to where you were previously. I don't, I, that's not really possible, though, isn't it? Because you're always borrowing no. from someone, aren't you? Speaking of finance and um, furlough schemes, 
about Rishi Sunak and his big fat pockets. Big pockets, as we said on the. <laughs> yeah. How is he going to pay for it? That's what I'm wondering. Like, I think. Yeah, what you just think? massive boosts to the economy somehow. Like they'll really push. Yeah, well, shipping and as we've seen, that out. has lowered yeah, exactly. to five percent. Yeah, I or feel. I, I don't know. I feel like there's only three feasible options to me, and that is either austerity, which would be incredibly bad. That's been ruled out. That's so, been ruled yeah. out. Yeah, but I don't have much trust in the government. And although you support them, George, I think you can understand that after like Fair after enough. like a decade of it, it wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if we go back. And I would at this point, having seen what Boris has said in the past, and having seen what he's been, the way he's been looking at dealing with it, I don't think he'll go into austerity. Yeah, maybe. Well, I really maybe. hope so. Yeah. And then yeah, another yeah. option would be so another option would be uh raising VAT like after we've like properly come out of this. And I so feel like be... that would be an okay option. Pardon? That would be by January because um I well the current VAT that they've lowered it mm. place in January which is just to as you said earlier to get a bump yeah. in the economy retail and yeah. whatnot. I feel like uh, hiring VAT will be okay, but obviously yeah. it would be a bit annoying. It wouldn't be ideal for people and for businesses. But... And it wouldn't be ideal for like the working class, obviously. No, no. But And then um, the I think one of the best options they have is uh, raising income tax for the wealthy, which is a very labour move. But I feel like they might go that way. Um, yeah. If, if, if Rishi Sunak does go that way, then I will be moderate with him because at the moment I, I don't will... at the moment I don't like him but if he does that really? I'll be moderate with him no I, I don't I really like see... him I feel like a lot of people yeah. just like him at the moment because he's just been giving away money yeah I respect <laughs> him I feel like he... I feel like he's doing what he feels he should be doing like is right yeah it's a but tough job know. as well I mean this is his it first is this Especially... is his first cabinet position I think this is he's one a... of his first like oh he's a young guy positions. he's only like in his late thirties, and like yeah. he had millions in the banks after the uh, like within the crash. Oh yeah. Oh okay. And considering and considering he's taken up this job during a global pandemic. Yeah, he's he's, yeah. he's done okay, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna say he's the best, but yeah. You know, we'll yeah. we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see if uh, Sunak proves himself mm. to the council to the Oxpol community yeah. or we'll zero of you listeners. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Where are we going to publish this? Uh. Well. For the viewers. I've, I've <laughs> for the viewers. So I've made a YouTube channel, uh, Oxpol Podcast, uh -huh. and then I've also made a an anchor thing, so that will put us on Spotify and iTunes and stuff. So if you're yeah. listening to this, wherever you are listening, be sure to give us a like, share it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, a shameless, shameless little. Shameless. shameless little bit. Yeah, whatever, whatever that's called. Advertising. Yeah, I'll probably make an odd Oxpol podcast Instagram soon, so I can post updates when episodes come out and whatever. Yeah. And uh, even if there's only one of two, one or two of you listening, I'm still, I will still want to make stuff. So that's cool. Anyway, we just like we just like talking a lot. 
and we've decided to record it. Like, yeah. you may ask why some people that have no idea what they're talking about are <laughs> putting it on the internet, and it's because we just enjoy doing it, I guess. So, okay. yeah, you ask the, the British, the British population really needs something to keep them going. Yeah. Really, <laughs> something super intellectual. To keep them going in these. We need something to get the wheels of the economy going. And yeah, this whatever Go out and spend. Exactly. So. Yes. My sister just came in my room and gave me a big thumbs up and then slammed the door. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit worried about that. Anyhow. Imagine. Well, I guess this is furthering the topic of COVID 19. The Leicester lockdown, the local lockdown, the only proper local lockdown we've had since the formal national nationwide lockdown. Yeah. What do you have to say about about this? And do you think there'll be more to come in the future? Yeah, I thought the government said they were they planning to like do hundreds of them, like yeah. lockdowns. I love so hard if like Marsh Bolden gets locked down and that's it. Or like, uh, yeah. like they locked down just all small villages around Oxford and that's it. Yeah, and they just keep, keep... <laughs> Newnham Courtney locked down forever. Oh lord! <laughs> they just bomb Newnham Courtney. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I thought they were planning to do lots. I think localized lockdowns are a good way to do. I reckon but... they. I reckon there's going to be a lot more in the coming months. Yeah, it's but like then... that um, plague story. You know that town. In like Derbyshire or whatever, they um they had uh it's like a they made it into a play I think or whatever. I think it might be real, but I'm not sure if it's real or not. And they had like the plague in the town, right? And then they were like, all right, nobody leave the town, and they like killed someone leaving and stuff. I don't know. I don't know why. It just kind of reminds me of that, but less gruesome. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like absolute chaos. <laughs> yeah, sounds chaotic indeed. Folks, if you're listening in, you might. You'll eventually become used to that word. Uh, George likes to He's a very use, chaotic use that word. chap. He is a chaotic chap. He uses that word yes. quite a bit. So yeah. Yeah. And but yeah, yeah. It was it was quite sad. Did you hear about what they found in Leicester though? Like, um, like these people working in like uh, slave-like conditions, like modern slavery, and like being paid nothing to like produce clothes for like boohoo and stuff. And it's like everyone's everyone oh, yeah. getting so shocked at it. And I was yeah, just like, yeah. oh, welcome to capitalism, lol. Just like, <laughs> did you not expect that was going to happen? Yeah, this has been going on for quite some years in quite but a few many businesses. I um, learned about like the HMS City. So like the people that regulate like the minimum wage and that kind of stuff. They, um, it's very difficult for them to make arrests because they show up to these factories, right? And then they can ask to see the books, right? To see if everyone's being paid correctly, right? Yeah. And then they they can say, right, no, the books with the accountant, right? And so then right. the HMSC have to give them a 30-day notice, right? And in 30 <laughs> days, they can cook the books completely. Oh, yeah. I, can, I have a good story it's... about uh, that sort. Well, less about slavery, but <laughs> a good story about, you know, yeah, uh, okay, money laundering and other yeah. some such. We're intrigued. Anyway, um, so there's a luxury car dealership up in Chesham, and someone <laughs> that is uh, known to us uh, was selling their Bentley there. Um, like they needed to get rid of this, and they went up to the dealership. They needed to get out. rid of the Bentley. It was just a burden <laughs> on them. 
<laughs> yes, it had been bought for them by their um, son. And um, that what they did was there's a limit um, on... So, like, if you were to do a complete cash transfer of money, that would be too suspicious. Like, this is of 95 grand. Oh, yeah. So what they do is instead of doing one massive cash transfer, they do 80 grand's worth of, like, um, it's, like, registered, and then they do 15 grand's cash, and this is just a way for them to money launder and push money into their drugs business. And it's known, but they can't do anything about it, so that's rather interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's the problem with money laundering a lot of the time. That's like why it exists, obviously, because yeah, because it's so easy to get around. Yeah, like I see, I walk around undisclosed town, and I see all these like businesses that never ever ever have anyone on in them. Yeah, it's the, like the all lights of are these... on. The lights are on at every night, and they're they've been going for years. It's like what is yeah. going on. It's like all the phone repair shops that you see. Like, there's millions of them, and loads of them are like right next to each other. Yeah. And I'm 100 percent sure they're used for that. Oh yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Wow. Right. It's in. Yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, it's it's yeah. Huh. But anyway, um, yeah, I feel like there will be more lockdowns, especially will, yeah. now. Yeah, maybe <laughs> they'll, 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 they'll like localize lockdown all the towns in the UK <laughs> instead yeah. of just causing, causing a national lockdown, just slowly, yeah. slowly tick the, them off. All the villages can, you know, go out and do Yeah, just towns. The, the cities are fine towns. as well. Yeah, just towns. It's <laughs> just towns in general. What defines a town? Like, a city is anything what? with a cathedral. A cathedral, yeah. yeah. I don't know what a town says, but I'm guessing it's just. Does a town have to have a council? Or does it? Is it yeah, which okay. comes first? So surely the town comes before the council. It is yeah. A town is a built-up area with a name defined boundaries of the local government. A local government, okay. Huh. Well, I suppose the the place gets big enough, and then they get, and then I'm, I'm assuming the county council then lets them form a like a town council. Yeah. Yeah, governance Absolutely. structure. <laughs> Do you like a good governance structure, George? Yes, I'm very enthusiastic about that. <laughs> but anyway, right. Right, well, right. So. We have to consult the list, the big. Yeah, the we're going to have to go over to the podcast ideas. What's <laughs> uh, on the agenda? The 2020 US presidential election. Oh, wow, we are going, we are making a major leap here. We've. Yeah. This should be good. Can't see so, this ending too well. I'm here. We've, we've got uh, Creepy Joe. Creepy Joe and Orange Man. Indeed, ah, indeed. Do you like my joke? Do you get it? Because he's orange. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good, good one, that, innit? Love that. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is really a uh, very interesting predicament it's in like, America. It's like last year, right? You put Hillary versus Trump, and you're like, right, this can't get any worse. Right, it can't it get crazier can't. than this, right? And then you have Joe Biden versus, Joe. versus oh, God, he's an incumbent like... Trump. Oh my God, what is going on? Why can Why can Bernie just? 
this is what we think. I don't know if George, yeah, George me, is not me, a massive fan of Bernie, but as you, as you can no, see, listeners, like me and me and Bryn are very big Bernie bros. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. I just, I just don't see why the pe- the people. Because well, they, they rallied the establishment against him. It was the Democrats' exactly. fault. It, it's the Democrats. They're just too used to. I mean, this Center-right. is me going out of my comfort zone, but this is. They're too used to pushing these centrists who don't have many yeah, radical and, and like ideas. They've got like a, it's like they've got a track record of pushing centrist candidates and them losing, right? Yeah, except from Obama. Well, Obama wasn't really... He was a lot more liberal yeah, than true. normal ones. He was a lot, he was a lot more like against the establishment, I guess. But, I yeah, mean, yeah, not yeah. as much as Bernie, obviously, but like... No, but in terms of his economics, he was... Yeah, economics. He was like center right, obviously. But yeah, Bernie is is just different, and he's something America needs, in my opinion, because yeah, America is on its knees right now, especially now. Oh my god! With the with the coronavirus, and it's taking its toll on them because all the misinformation and all the the lies spread about. It's just yeah. What do you have to say, George? Um. Well, firstly, to do with the uh, Democrats, (laughs) I think. Or Bloomberg were the... Oh, my God. Bloomberg. Oh. Are you being paid by Bloomberg to say that? Well, he, he just wasn't very, like... He didn't lean in any He thought he could just... Direction. I mean, you pretty much can in the US, but he thought he could yeah. basically buy himself the nomination. Well... Yeah, exactly. Well, we do have billionaires on the uh, document. But so we'll to that after. Amos was good. He was all yeah. right. Wait, say that again. Yeah, he was uh, uh, nah. right. I just I think Bernie was the best cat. Bernie was by far the best. I don't think yeah, anyone Yang will come close to Bernie. Like Andrew was, Yang was a, a close well not close, but he was a moderate second. I, yeah, I but Andrew say. Yang had no real chances. He was just no, he was he a very, He's very new. new person. I mean, you, you say, you, so, so is Trump, terms. you could say, but Trump, is, it kind of shows how, like, some people are very, very powerful. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. And I feel like Yang only really appealed to younger people. But I think, yeah. like, that was his point. I didn't think he was trying to win. I think he was try, trying to, like, influence policy. Because he, yeah. he did get people talking a lot about UBI and stuff like that. Like He's going for 2024 as well. Oh, yeah, really? and possibly just gain a bit of momentum, really, yeah. for the future. I mean, I never, I had never really heard. I mean, I kind of heard about it, but I'd never really heard of UBI until he came about. And now I'm a big supporter of UBI. I think it's great. So it does you get people see talking. Yang went on Ben Shapiro's podcast, which was rather interesting. Oh, I didn't see that. Was that on the Daily Wire? Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, it was. I'll find oh, it. I need but to, it was rather that. good. Was it was uh, Ben Shapiro the the absolute Adonis Hercules? Wrecking him <laughs> with facts ben and Shapiro magic. Seemed to be, well, not, from what I heard, Ben Shapiro was he he really quite respected Andrew. I don't know if that was the case on the on the interview. I haven't listened to it, but yeah, it was. No, yeah, it was a very uh, it was a good interview. I might have fallen asleep halfway through because <laughs> it was Ben Shapiro not wrecking anyone. No, it was more of a sort of a uh, conversation. Yeah, just more of a civil discussion. Odd, odd how yeah. he does that, isn't it? <laughs> a bit oh, out of character. Yeah. Ben Shapiro on Andrew Yang, my boy. Yeah, I, I listened to him say. He said, "Oh yeah, this is my boy." This is my yeah. boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Interesting. I've, I've never um, thingy. Uh, ben Shapiro has never occurred to me as someone that is a big supporter of UBI. 
You'd probably be completely yeah. against it. But but alas, he's a strange man. I'm not sure if he... He just... Yeah, no, he's just crazy. He's absolutely mental, Venturefiro. Yeah. And I don't, I don't understand how anyone can take him seriously at all, ever. He's a god-tier chap, is what he is. <laughs> yeah, our, our opinions on Ben Shapiro contrast greatly to those of George. Of course. Oh, he's very... He's just a neocon, isn't he? He's just oh, sort yeah. of a basic conservative. But, obviously, facts don't care about your feelings unless <laughs> it unless it's any of his talking points because they're, like, fundamentally based in feelings. But, <laughs> but alas, that's fine. Because fact, yeah, facts or... still don't care. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, Mondo. But anyway, what are our predictions for the US election? You go first, Bryn. Uh, my predictions from February stood firmly as Donald Trump. Unfortunately, I, I don't want. I'm not. It's not like I'm pushing for Biden. I'm not a big fan of Biden, but at least the, the Democrats, which I prefer, would be in power. Now I'm looking at most likely Trump. I'm not saying definitely anyway because of. All incidents that have happened and the George Floyd riots and what have you, people are turning on Trump and his failure to do enough, in my opinion, yeah, he's, during the I coronavirus like he's, he's pandemic. Not, he's not just done enough for coronavirus, he's not done enough for the protesters. Yeah, exactly. He's not done enough for anyone. He's yeah. not a leader that they can count on. Yeah. So they don't feel like they've got a direction. So I could, I could see it going either way if I Biden could... capitalises. But the thing is, I don't know what he's going to do because he's... <laughs> you mean he's Not Joe Biden? Right he's Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel yeah. This is like the perfect setup for anyone other than Joe Biden to win the election, right? The U.S. economy is on its knees. I mean, they've had the highest coronavirus deaths. The the president literally talked a, like a month ago about injecting bleach, disinfectant or whatever into your body, and he and he. And when 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 you live in a country, right, where your president wearing a mask makes frontline news, then something is wrong, I think. Something is fundamentally wrong with that establishment. And it's the perfect setup for someone to come in and sweep it. But they picked Joe Biden. Yeah. I just... Couldn't have made a more stupid mistake, really. Yeah, I, I could see. I could at me for me. I feel like Trump's going to win the re-election, and um, Biden, but Biden will come close. And hopefully, I really don't want Trump to win. Um, but if he does win, at least the Democrats will maybe think again about pitching establishment centre-right candidates. Yeah. Yeah, I, you would have thought they would have learned their lesson after him. Yeah, yeah, you would have thought yeah. that. But, but Trump has lost a vital, a vital key point in his, um, in his just like not policy campaign. Yeah, is that he's no longer an outsider because he exactly. came, he came out, he came in as this like outsider that's going to tear apart all these like corrupt politicians, even though he's up. like one of the most corrupt businessmen ever. But that's besides the point. Um, but now he is, by definition, the ultimate insider. He is the president of the United States, the most powerful country in the world. He right, is yeah. the insider on everything in the world. Exactly. So, George, I will uh, now give my view on the whole thing. <laughs> I reckon 
this is this might take a minute but okay. i so first of all i see biden as a very i don't see him as a strong leader or any no. or someone that could in any way help with the economy necessarily throughout his leadership considering he said that the era for shareholder capitalism is over i thought that was just absolutely abhorrent um i don't i don't I think, think he means any of that though i think he's just saying words <laughs> yeah fair enough um i also think that kanye i think kanye signed through his papers today i thought he got i thought he said he was out oh i saw two things i saw that as well but yeah if <laughs> yeah, he does end up running i reckon that trump will 100 percent win because he'll split the vote and i reckon that that will benefit trump more than biden oh yeah 100 percent. and if not I reckon it will be around 51-49 to Trump. Yeah, Something like a very that. close margin. I'd also like to add that um, some of the things that I've just read about Trump saying that he is going to do if he does get in, mm-hmm. and he said he is going to repeal all of the consumer tax on medical equipment. <laughs> so that sounds rather... Uh, I've got I've got a better policy than that. It's called, it's called single payer universal healthcare. Yeah, it's it's a little something that every other high developed country, highly developed country has. So I just, he's doubling uh, the HSA contributions, it. which will mean that it will make medical expense a lot easier, and it won't be taxed. So I think that's you know, um, but I think for the economy at least, Trump will do a much better job because he's a businessman, and I feel like. Yeah, but yeah, have you have you, look, have you looked at his happen. businesses? I swear yeah. he's like huh? failed quite a few businesses, he and he inherited the Trump thing. Like, I don't know. I, I, he's, <clears> he's, he's an awful president. He is an awful president. He is, and he might have the economy in mind, but does he have the, the best interest of the people in mind? But Absolutely even if it is the economy, opinion. I think the 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 U.S. population is waking up to see that, like. Because he talks about, like, what is it called? The Dow Jones, is that it? Like, the index of the stock market there. Yeah, Dow Jones. Yeah, the Dow Jones. He talks about, oh, the Dow Jones is 12 points up, blah, 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 blah. But the people in the US aren't experiencing that. (laughs) When have they been reaping the benefits? Like, he he said he was going to make America great again. But what has he changed? No one is better off. Like, if you look at the people... Employment levels are a lot better. I mean, that, when you look at the graphs, where I find it, so... Yeah, but even so, employment levels are just, that is, it doesn't, it doesn't really indicate. I mean, if like most of the population, oh, now they're like working for minimum wage, like, like loads of hours a week. That's not really a good indication that they're reaping the benefits. I mean, if you look at all the people in like Appalachia, right, they were like massive Trump supporters because they like, oh, make America greater because they were, um, they're in the coal industry and obviously that's shut down now. And now Trump has done nothing to help them whatsoever, and yeah. I think they'll I think they'll realise that. If I'm honest as well, you may have they may have I don't know defended him throughout his term since 2016, saying oh he might not have done anything necessarily wrong, but like now during this pandemic, he's really shown his true colours in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. He's not. You surely cannot support him after he has failed his country. Yeah, but then you go, on, you go on. Like I sent you that, I sent you that video earlier, the Chad, uh, the Chad goes deep one, where they were just out in, I think it was Florida, and they were just they were trying to give out masks. 
Yes, yeah, and that video. Just like, That's just shocking. The misinformation Can is I just say, absolutely yes. incredible. How does... I think I just... that Trump has done a horrific job, but I also think the people blindly following anything anyone says, like, about, you know, when they protested the lockdown. I don't think that's helped. No, no, I don't. Think no, but the thing is, right, I reckon... Well, I feel they've the thing the reason they've done that partly a lot of them are just quite stupid, but like they don't have a leader that they can look to. Not stupid for guidance. Ruben, Ruben, not stupid. Uneducated. Uneducated. <laughs> sorry, uneducated. <laughs> they don't have a leader that they can look to to have that support or to have that assurance during these unsettling times. They can't. He never. He he advised the lockdown, but never like openly ever told people. To properly do, no, I don't like, think. When when the lockdown was going on, he was putting out tweets saying like "liberate Minnesota" or whatever. I can't remember, but he was like yeah. against the lockdown, and it's I like, know, so what... and it's like, hold on, I'm gonna go on a little rant here, and it's like it really shows that people like Trump and uh, I'm not saying conservatives as a whole. I'm saying those Republicans are only there to serve their best interests, and that is making money. He loses money if people are in lockdown. I mean, it's as simple as that. His All his Republican mates lose money if they're in lockdown. You you saw, like, um, I'm not sure if you saw this, Bryn, but I'm probably sure you saw it, George, that um, just before, mm-hmm. uh, just after hearing classified coronavirus briefings, loads of Republicans pulled their stocks before it was even released to the public. And if that isn't mm. a blank, the clearest day representation that the Republicans are only there to serve their best best interests of making money and possibly exploiting people, then I think, yeah, it's just, it's clear. To me, at least. And I think to a lot of people as well. I might just add about lockdown. I think it can be, I think the, so with the protests about um, said killing, uh, I don't think I think there's an element of hypocrisy because the people protesting about the killing of George Floyd are also the people that were complaining about uh, Trump's lack of leadership when it came to COVID, and I don't think that's helped at all in the slightest either. Mm, so I think it yeah, could be maybe. But I feel like it's more of a I think it's more of a worthy cause to a certain degree. Like, I would go out and protest, and I would risk my life for that kind of thing. Because it's, like, something that matters a lot. And if stuff doesn't happen, then stuff won't ever change. And mm. that's that's very plainly obvious. And, like, Trump's handling of the protests have been absolutely disgusting. Like, this is one example. I mean, it's been abhorrent throughout the entire country, but... This is one example in the uh, Lafayette Square. I think it's Lafayette Square. It might be Lafayette Park. I don't know. Opposite the White House, right? Lots yes, of people this. protest there. Peaceful protest, right? And then suddenly everyone just gets tear gassed. Tear gassed everywhere. Rubber pellets. Just complete violent. Like, it's the... not... It's not... It wasn't even... It's not like it's a riot. It's a police riot. The police are causing these riots. And the thing is, just that, so, wasn't just even so... that was That was the Washington Guard that they sent out. The police didn't even have a idea of what was going on the washington guard or the um, was sent out by trump yeah who is dirty work just so he could get a little photo yeah, yeah holding the bible the wrong way round 
at a church where the I think the pastor or whatever it's called. I'm not really sure about religious terminology, but the guy said he would he didn't even approve of it. Like what? This guy is a I joke. Like, like that. Um, as much as it was unwarranted, that uh, a small percentage of the uh, rioters, like that, weren't necessarily a part of the protest, were throwing bricks at um, his like entourage, so to speak. Yeah, but that was that was after the the police had been let out, surely. Was it? I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, not because seen. I swear they they cleared the park with the police to get the photo op. So I assume it's after Maybe if so. they were fighting, uh, like shoot, not fighting, if they were like protesting or whatever. But yeah, it's just to me, it's just not right. It's I'd not also right. I like to say that one thing I think Trump has maybe. I think the only thing he's done well during that is he did sign an executive order on police reform, which is rather a yeah more of a I mean, statement. Yeah. I do like what they're doing in um I forgot the place. I think it might be Denver. But they're like trying an experiment where they uh like get social workers to respond to calls that See, police would well, normally respond to. And I think that's a very good idea because um I was speaking about this with our other co host the other day and um it was about like um how like a lot of calls just don't need to be responded by police. Like if someone was having a, um, the correct word, mental health crisis, right? I'm sure you know what that means. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't want a man wearing, not necessarily a man, just a person coming up to you wearing full gear, like a baton uh, yeah. and a taser. Like, you want someone that, like, understands how to talk someone to these people. Someone who looks like they're there to actually sympathise with you. Yeah, not I've punish you. I've just a video to the group chat on Instagram. Whether it'll have come through, yeah, I don't know. Okay. But it talks about this, and I found it rather interesting. What, it might like, not come through. Positively or negatively? Uh, more negatively, because it just explains the situation. Like, an example that... So, they offered... I think someone within the tested area offered an example of a situation whereby it was like um more of a domestic abuse situation mm-hmm. and it's just i'm just sure sending a video that explains it rather well i shall check that out I later thought. but um Wish. they had this thing in uh i forgot where it was but it's called cahoots and um i'm pretty sure that is like that's been going on for like ages um it is I don't know. It's like a it's like a town somewhere. But like basically, for years they've had these like people that are like social workers and like police working tandem to respond to calls, and so, and it has been working for a very long time. And I feel like that is a move we should go to, because I I do believe that the police in America have become. I mean, uh, I just think the government the government in general. I think the police have really shown their colours in that they're there to suppress people. Yeah. And they're there to serve the, serve the like not the serve the desires, not desires, but like serve the ruling class. I think there is there is a lot of work to be done with the police force and authorities as a whole. Yeah, I do. And in a lot of work, I, think... I don't agree with defunding the police, but I agree with. No, neither. Well, I don't. I don't believe in completely defunding it, but I feel like we should like. But the thing with de- defunding de- it, defund- I think... but defunding is like a quite a catch-all term because defunding could be 
delegating some police um, things to social workers because that would save money and you would be putting yeah. less money into police. So that is still the I'll funding. explain how I think it should be dealt with. Okay. I know you're probably not going to like this, but <laughs> I'll, um, still, I'll still like it, but I might not agree with it. <laughs> in the USA, I reckon they should... I think a lot of the problem is that the police is dominated by very power-hungry individuals. Mm. I think we should push more funding into the police um, just so we can see better training, better, like, more... So they're more equipped to deal with a wider variety of situations and they've got better equipment to do so. And I think that could involve giving them an element of mental health training uh, instead of separating it into two parts we should incorporate it into one where they just the because at the minute it only takes about three months to train to become a police officer i think yeah. we should increase that and fund them more so that we can do more training in all fields and hmm. i don't know i feel a... like i feel like that's possible without having to fund them more is, yeah, I agree with George on that. Basis. I feel I feel like we should work better on training, but I feel like we should delegate some of the responsibilities to the police, and also yeah. reduce like the power that the police actually has. Like you look at um, civil asset forfeiture, right? Which is this process in which that someone suspected of a crime, they can just take your stuff, and just keep it. For example, or the thing that in I think it's like thirty-five states. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on this number but like the police officers can have sex with the people in custody right that kind of things that like there's a lot of things like that that really need to be worked on because they just aren't yeah. right yeah i feel like changing up the way the police system works the goal really if they want to make a difference rather than rather than i think george's what he said about um you know funding it more to get more training and basic learning on different aspects is important but yeah i don't know if we need to boost funding so to speak but rather just just change the way they trip give, it a, train give it a bit of a shuffle exactly yeah, yeah. so I think they should um maybe reduce military spending a bit and pump the <laughs> uh extra money into the police force for their extra yeah. training that's how i see it yeah we're not going to yeah. get into military today though we, we will we, discuss with that me, with me that all... <laughs> yeah that yeah but huh yeah it is it is a very very strange time 2020 mm. has been a crazy crazy thing a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> exact Mondo. <laughs> a roller coaster of emotions, indeed. But yeah. So, speaking of like... a roller coaster of emotions, a character has returned in the news, and her name is Shamima Begum. Ah, uh, we we would be getting to her eventually. Oh, have you got have you got something else you wanted to talk about beforehand? No, 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 no. no. I'm just I'm saying like. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Eventually is now. <laughs> but, but yeah, what do you guys think about it? I'm not sure about the news. I'll have to look that up. But what do you think, George? I disagree with her being allowed back. I think they should. We should take her into custody somehow. I don't think we should 
spend like I'm not sure of what their plans are at the minute, but um, I think it's uh, uh, she, she's going to court to remove uh, to fight the decision to remove her British citizenship. But then the pr- problem with that is then she'll be let out and she'll be back as a citizen and she can essentially, from that point, leech off the government to uh, fund her life because it's not like anyone's going to employ her, is it? I, d- I, well, I disagree with the term leeching as a whole. I don't think anyone's leeching off the government, but... But I think considering she went to join a terrorist organisation and but then, she but was then again, active... But then again, George, she was very young. She was, what was it, 15? Right? Fair enough. But... And you've got to think, you've got to have some... No, I'm, right, no, I'm not going to say you've got to have some humanity. I'm not going to make you sound like a... <laughs> like a psychopath. <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, something went wrong. And I think she should come back um get a like go go against the court in the uk right as a uk citizen right go through the legal Mm -hmm. proceedings and then once she's in prison or whatever right then we help her we have a duty as a country to help our citizens and regardless of what they've done i still think we should help them i agree there she was she she was raised to I don't. I'm not saying. Sorry, Carl. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what she truly deserves or not, but she should definitely. The issue should be dealt with in our country. Mm. Mm. Day, that's just what I. That's how I see it. And I, I think stuff like this is completely abstract from spending. Like I don't think money is like a, a thing in this circumstance. I think it's just a thing of principle. As a whole. I don't necessarily agree on like a very basic level there. Yeah, I think I think, I that's, think that's just a that fundamental difference. Ever... Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that that is that for sure is an interesting one, and I'm sure as the things develop, we will talk about that again. Did we have we anything have... else on the list, or? Oh yeah, what were we talking about previous to this that we said we should add in? That sounded rather oh, subject. You know, the uh, transgender thing. That's it. Transgender thing. Why don't you introduce us on this, George? <laughs> yeah, why don't you... Why don't you I don't think really up to speed was, on it. You know, uh, when I talk about catfishing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, f- I, f- I, yeah. I, I would like to talk about that on another episode. Okay, fair enough. If that's okay. Yeah, that's cool. We shall save that for. Yeah, because we're we're kind of running out of time here. Believe it or not, yeah, boys, we've been a, we've been speaking for fifty-one minutes. Yeah, it was we... more more discussion based rather than uh, a debate, but yeah. more debate to come over the episodes. One last I thing, we'll what I wanted to talk about before we depart is uh, TikTok. <laughs> Funny enough. Oh, of course, TikTok. <laughs> I should have remembered. What a beautiful app. Oh, yeah, I, was definitely, I was definitely not paid by the Chinese government to say that. Oh, oh no, no, of course not. <laughs> of course not, of course not. What do you guys think? Do you think it should be banned? Should I mean... Be I, I don't... I couldn't... I don't know. I don't have a preference on whether it should be... I'm not that bothered, to be fair. I'm not... I, mean, I don't like the platform, but, like... Hmm. I get there are some issues surrounding it. And a lot if there's genuine safety concern, I can't see why it shouldn't be banned. Yeah, I. This is one thing I agree with you on, George. 
I feel yeah. any most things like uh, Huawei and like the government. Yeah. I, I supported the government's decision to get rid of the. Um, yes, the good, I agree. Because yeah. it is a credible safety concern because it's all getting yeah, fed back there. It's China. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't researched much about this and, TikTok. Um, so. I'm if you look really at, sure. if you look on TikTok, there's a lot of propaganda, like a lot of soft power propaganda. Oh, yeah. It's horrendous. And it's the same on Facebook. It's why I supported uh, Keir Starmer when he said that the um, said that the Labour Party will stop advertising on Facebook unless they get their act together. Because one of his, one was it one one reason, sorry, about uh, them stopping was to help like BLM and that kind of thing get like news around. But another one was because Facebook is letting like stuff from far right um, far right propaganda coming from the Kremlin. And like far left, mm -hmm. not far left, but like um, authoritarian, like Chinese propaganda mm. from China and Islamist propaganda from Iran. And it's just letting that happen. It's like, yeah, I... I, I, it's like it's, they're trying, it, it's like they're trying to polarize us. It's trying to mix up discourse in the Western world. For example, so I was listening to LBC the other day and um, oh, yeah. a guy on there explained, I do like a good bit of LBC. Who was it? May I um, just ask? It was Majid. Oh yeah, he's a he's a good chap. I do like him, yeah. but I'm sure I'm sure you don't as much. But I do like no, him. No, I'm more of a fan of uh, Nick Ferrari. I quite like him. <laughs> yeah, Nick Ferrari. Yeah, I get what you mean. But um, uh, he was talking about how, for example, let's say right, let's take you two for example, my fine co-hosts. Um, oh, let's yeah. say Bryn was like kind of tiny bit left, an Ed Miliband supporter. One hey. would say. Good bit of Ed, good bit of bacon eating. My favorite, my favorite man. Oh yeah, bacon sandwiches. Yeah, and then let's days. say George was like centre right, so let's say Lib Dem, right? The cre yeah, <laughs> right. That's the Kremlin, the Kremlin. So this is like stuff funded by the Kremlin, so Russia, right? And it's not directly funded by them. They fund they fund organisations which then get people in like Africa, yeah, like in places like that. Kremlin. Like places in Africa and places like that to like post this like uh, stuff, this propaganda, and basically yeah. it starts. You start looking at it, right, and then you start going into it and into it and into it, and then eventually you end up. It's like a rabbit hole. You end up like BNP level, right? So yeah. now you're BNP, right? Bryn, on the other hand, right? Let's say the Kremlin, uh, the CCP, were pumping like quite far left propaganda, right? Bryn keeps reading it and reading it and reading it and then he gets more authoritarian, right? And becomes and that then he becomes like kind of status level, supporting the CCP and that kind of thing. Mm. Like being critical of Hong Kong, right? And then all of a yeah. sudden, you two hate each other. You won't talk to each other. Because yeah. yeah, you're so incredibly polarized. And that's what they're trying to do. They're breaking down discourse. It's not good, is it? No. I don't yeah, I don't I don't agree with that. And People like Facebook need to get their act together and just sort it out. Cause it they is... do. Big, Big Zuck needs to get on there and. Because although I, you... I am a very, 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 very big supporter of freedom of speech, right? Yes, good. However, I do think companies like uh, Twitter, Facebook, I don't believe they are inherent human rights to us, right? I don't feel like being banned on Twitter is a suppression of your freedom of speech because it's not mm. a, it's not an extension of our rights. Twitter wasn't created 
for us as a right. It was created by someone to make money. So yeah. fair I, enough, but I yeah. think the level of usership. Uh, but I, I, if if maybe the, if the if the if a government made it, okay, fair enough. But it's not. It's a private company. So they yeah, and as a private company, I believe they have a responsibility to filter the stuff on their site and not let that kind of thing happen. Fair enough. I I understand that. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. That that's. I think that concludes our podcast. We <laughs> that was that that went surprisingly well, actually. I I, I half expected us to sit in silence. For uh, yeah, minutes. that was quite enjoyable. Yeah. The um, first ever episode, the soft launch, you could say. The soft launch, the pilot. Yeah. I might say. But yeah, I enjoyed that. I'm going to have to go through and listen to the entire thing again, which should, uh, be, yeah. should be very, very fun and slightly cringe. But yeah, I agree. But, but yeah, it has been fun. There you go. Worst of it, I hate my voice on a recording. Oh, so I detest maybe. my voice. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I think everyone does. Yeah, your voice, voice. you've got quite a soothing voice, actually, George. I quite like your voice. Same with you, Bryn, actually. Yeah, thank you. Right. I'll take that. <laughs> it's all right, anytime. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be back with another episode when we feel like it. Because once again, you can't control <laughs> us. Yes, <laughs> we this is a, we, we are We're strong big, libertarians. Big thing, boys too. now. But yeah, Bryn, Bryn would like to give some uh, yes. words. Of course, in this time of hardship, we must all persevere. We must all show great determination and in time we will succeed have a good evening everybody <laughs> i don't know why we added that i just said it earlier we beautiful like beautiful anyway guys we'll see you later cheers for listening bye chaps bye bye have a good evening have a good morning see you later wherever you are check you later bye bye